The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Here we are, Players Lounge. Let's ride. Let's ride. The playoff edition. Let's ride. <laughs> Heckma Harrison, Barry Church, Newey Scruggs. Yes, All right, just left the locker room. I was trying to stick around. To see if I could could hear that, but uh, it was just Tony Pollard and Micah Parsons. So keep easy. Micah Parsons said, uh, "We're entertainers. It's gonna be a, we'll put on a show." Oh, and he was talking about the question between because Clarence Hill for Star Telegram asked him about uh, Nick Bosa. He said, Are "You anxious to show him? You know, you're." Who, who the real defensive player of the year? He's like, you know, no, I got nothing against Bosa. Bosa's a good player. Yeah. But he's like, you know, I'm going to do his thing. I'm going to do my thing. We entertain. We're going to go ahead and we'll put on a show. So, how great would it be if we saw a show between those two guys? You know, getting after that would be fun. That would be fun to watch in today's National Football League, which is all about just you know offense, offense to see two two guys dominate and get after the quarterback. I I, I would yeah, I would have any issues with that. Yeah, I, thought, I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun to watch. Um, you know, Dak Prescott wouldn't like, you know, Nick Bosa coming around and, and giving us all the show. So hopefully they can block him up somehow, some way. But that, that guy's a force. If we look at it, that guy is a force. He's probably, you know, defensive player of the year. And for a reason, 18 and a half sacks. He's always affecting the, the game, whether it's batting down passes, tackles for loss, sacks, forced fumbles. The guy, he's a five-tool player out there. So he's a stud in his own regard. But I'm going to need the big briefcase, your man, the big bazooka, yeah, for sure. to come and do what he did last week against Tampa Bay. Because, you know, going into that game, I thought, you know, there's no way he's going to be able to affect the game as far as stats is concerned. I thought he would be getting double teamed, and the most he can do is open everything up for the rest of the defensive line. But he showed he's more than just a pass rusher. He went up there batting those bad paws down quick, getting after Tom Brady. So I'm going to need a big briefcase to have another one of those virtuosos, one of those great games out there because they're going to need it. Because Purdy and this offense, even though he's a young seventh-round rookie, the guy has some promise, and he's 6-0 for a reason. So we need the big briefcase to show up. Nick Bosa, you know, sit over there and just just relax for a little bit. <laughs> no, you – you better prepare yourself for a show. It's going to be like that regardless. I mean, this is the division. This is the round uh, that everybody is going to bring their best stuff. I think that the 49ers with Nick Bosa, he is the force multiplier for that front line, just like Michael Parsons is for the Dallas Cowboys. He makes guys like Ekebon, Kinlaw, uh, Armstead. Mm. He makes those guys better. Not to say that they're not great players, because they are. Um, the one thing that I've noticed about San Francisco and their defense, especially the front line, is just how smart those guys play. Um, I, literally, it's, it's a treat to turn the tape on and watch a defense play the way that these guys play. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, it's it's all out. Um, I I don't know if I've ever seen anybody as good as Fred Warner mm-hmm. at the linebacker position. The best. He reminds me of the Seattle linebackers back in the day when them boys like him and Greenlaw play to, in concert together like that. You mm-hmm. know. Um, but what can you say about Nick Bosa? I mean, he's big. He's physical. His his mature the way he, the way that he's built up. I mean, I want that. <laughs> you know, I want Micah to look like that, you know, because of the way that he's built. But Micah knows, man, it's going to be a showdown. And for the Dallas Cowboys, 
Micah has to be the bazooka. Yeah. He has got to he's got to take this game over. Uh, it's not this. Oh, he had the effect of getting other guys, you know, making plays. No, number eleven has to make some plays. Okay. You have to come away Sunday night saying Micah did. This was this impact play by number 11. And I think – and I know for, for you, maybe, you know, being on the field with other competitors, knowing that you're going to be across from another safety on the other yeah. side that you may admire or look up to, that brings the best out in you. So I expect for Bosa just being there, his presence to bring the best out of Micah. This is what you love about football this time of the year. These, these are, you know, you got the four best teams left here who've earned their way here, and let, let let's go out there and see what they can do. And you need to you need your stars to win. Mm-hmm. You need your stars to win. And I, I just I'm just very man, dude. I'm blessed to get out here to go watch this game. Something I love to see, and and I just want to see two great mm. defensive players do their thing. I, I just want I want to see greatness. I want to that that's what I want to see. I, I want to see the people do do what you do. And, you know, best team will win. But this is in an offensive league where they have legislated the rules oh, against the defense all day long to see what these guys are doing. I don't think people understand how special it is. Mm-hmm. You know, quarterbacks are getting rid of the ball quicker than ever. Mm-hmm. So to see what Bosa and Michael Parsons is doing, to me, it, it really is, is, is special. And to see both guys on, on Sunday, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to the treat. And obviously both offensive lines, I've got to figure out. I talked to Cooper Rush yesterday. He said, "Hey, look, you know, when you get, you got to find out where ninety-seven is. You got to, and vice versa. You know, Brian Purdy set up to the line. You know, offensive. Okay, where's eleven? So that that's that's kind of the cool part about it. And then you mentioned Fred Warner. You know, how does Tank Lawrence feed off the things that 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 Michael Parsons is doing? Dorrance Armstrong. I mean, that, this this is what great players do. Other people are able to eat. I mean, for years we talk about Lawrence Taylor and how great he was, but boy, how was Harry Carson's yeah. and Gary Reasons <laughs> and Carl Banks? You know, and Jim Burt, all these other people who are on that defense too. You know, when they're having to focus on on the superstar, that means some other people can get free and get and do some damage as well. So, it's going to be great. I don't anticipate Justin Peters playing at all. I don't think any of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means Tyler Smith will be at left tackle. And you know, Tyler Smith at left tackle, uh, Connor McGovern at left guard. Okay. Well, I'm sure they'll throw some things their way here with, with 97 and Bosa, which you know, that's what you should do. Yeah. You're going to have to test them. Mm-hmm. And this will be a great opportunity for, for uh, McGovern, who's about to hit free agent market, and for Tyler Smith, who – in my opinion, is going to be the long-term solution and left tackle to uh, get some get some experience. And this 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 is what you, as fans, this is what you look forward to. You look forward to seeing this kind of game with these kind of matchups, I man. Especially on the offense defense side. And you look at you know their defense, the 49ers defense. You talk about both of those linebackers and Greenlaw and um, Fred Warner, how they reminded you of a young Bobby Wagner. Yeah. And uh, I forget the other guy's name that ran with him, but those KJ two, Wright. KJ Wright, those two were formidable. So. To me, the weakness of that of that 49ers defense, it's got to be the secondary. And exactly. it's not a, you know, a super weakness because they've still got some legit players out there. But out of all the levels, D-line, linebackers, I feel like that secondary, you can attack them. Because if you looked at that game last week and they had um, – what was my guy, the quarterback? What was my guy for the Seattle Seahawks? Geno Smith. Smith. All right, Geno Smith, I don't think he's anywhere near the quarterback that Dak Prescott is. But he was able to dice that secondary a little bit. Him and him and Metcalf had a couple connections out there. Metcalf had a huge afternoon. I think he went for a buck thirty out there receiving. So I feel like you can attack that that secondary overall. But what it comes down to is, 
can this offensive line, who performed well last week against Tampa Bay, can they hold up against those studs up front? Because it ain't just, you know, one guy like Vita Vea. You got, you're going to have the Nick Bosa. You're going to have the Eric Arms. All the guys you mentioned. Can they hold up against that defensive line? If so, I think it gives Dak Prescott an opportunity to do some damage. And, and last week it was all about Todd Bowles and how he was going to approach it. And, you know, I, I laugh with you, man, because I on our, on our text chain, um, just about the way that I don't want to call it arrogance, but his thing was we're going to crowd the line of scrimmage. We're going to bring more men than you can block. All right. And so if I'm D'Amico Ryans, if it ain't, I'm not going to change from what I saw Ty Bowles doing because my, I feel like my personnel is better. They are. You know, and, and I can get, I can do that same. And this is a copycat league because so I can do the same thing that he did with better personnel and expect a better result. Because if I'm bringing seven and it's five guys, somebody's going to come unblocked and I'm going to make it where Dak Prescott has to make the easy read, the quick read. Mm hmm. That's why it's pivotal that Dak has a a, a back-to-back perfect game like he did last week. San Francisco is leading the league in interceptions. 20 of them things. Okay. Now, think about this. Last season, we were in the same position as the Dallas Cowboys leading the league in interceptions. But yet, there were certain parts of our defense that we recognized that, hey, man, we got a problem over here. Mm -hmm. San Francisco has that same blaring thing. Everybody's saying it. If you see D.K. Metcalf go for 150, whatever he went for last week, you're thinking that the Cowboys can duplicate that because they don't just have Metcalf Mm -hmm. and Lockett. They have other weapons that I think that you can use. For Kellen Moore... This is that game where you come in with a game plan that's going to make D'Amico Ryan's group think. And that's the one thing. you got to make these guys think. you got to spread them out, run them from side to side. We haven't seen CeeDee Lamb with those uh, reverses and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Those plays like that because we have to make this defense just say, I don't know what the hell they're going to do next. So you have to balance it. They're every, in every statistical category, they are damn near number one. So how do you overcome those things when they're not giving up more than 70 yards rushing? What, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Run at it? <laughs> you know? So <laughs> there, has, there has to be a game plan in this for Kellen Moore where you keep balancing. You don't throw the ball 50 times because that's the recipe that I think we all would say wouldn't work. So, guys, in your opinion right now, who's got a better defense, San Francisco or Philadelphia? That's a tough one. Yeah, that's tough. And, 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 it, and it's tough because of what both of these teams have up front. But I'm going to say Philadelphia. That's the better defense? Yeah. I'm going to say – and I'm going to say Philadelphia is better up front because of Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, uh, Montez Sweat. I mean, they, those are guys like – those are legit dudes. I think it, it just – and I'm really splitting hairs when it comes down to that, man. Yeah. I think it's separated at, at linebacker position. You're right, and I have to agree with you. I mean, you, you swayed me when you talk about what they have on that defensive line. I mean, they led the league in sacks for a reason. And then when you talk about their secondaries, both of them, you know, they're all right. They're not the greatest of all secondaries, but – when you look at it, big play slay, James Bradbury, you know, they're getting Gardner Johnson at that safety. I think as an overall group, I would have to lean towards Philadelphia. Just the simple fact that how they can rush the passer or how can they rush the passer. I'll say this. Um, you know, whoever wins this game between the Niners and the Cowboys who most likely get Philadelphia, 
and even if they don't get Philadelphia, you're going to get a Giants team that's that's, that's red that's, hot, right? That's not going to roll over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then whoever you have to face in the Super Bowl, you are going to have whoever. If the NFC team it wins the Super Bowl, they're going to have earned it oh, yeah. because you just look at what's left out here, man. This is really right now for anybody to host the trophy right now. It's going you're going to have to play some really good football and beat some really good football teams, man. And some good and, quarterbacks, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and some good defenses, yeah. some good players. I mean, this is I mean, when we just kind of look at what's left out here, man. You're like, wow, you know what? There's, there's no. Well, I'd rather face this. No, guess what? No, nobody's easy at this point mm-hmm. in time, man. There's a lot of good football teams and players. Is it a far gone conclusion to say that the better defenses are in the NFC? I mean, we know the quarter. <laughs> I would, I would give the quarterback. Yeah, definitely to the AFC. AFC. Yeah, but as far as defenses, would you say the best defenses are in the NFC? And see, to me, you kind of answered one reason why your defense in the AFC aren't looking as good because of those quarterbacks, right? right you on. know, yeah, in, in a league where you know, I'm sorry. If if you can't hold a receiver and Patrick Mahomes is getting some time to pass, good luck. Right. I mean, he's out here, and, and you know, you've. I didn't want to tell you this what? until, but you know. You are right about the MVP. It should be Patrick Mahomes. Um, <laughs> I want to say that. That hurt. Oh, that hurt right yeah, now, yeah, America. You can tell that. That, yeah, that hurt. That stung my boy that a little bit. That hurt. Hey, give me some of that. I love, yeah, I love a dog a team, Jay. I love a dog team. But no, uh, when you start to think about who Patrick Mahomes is playing with, we're going to take away Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes, all right, we're going to zero in on the tight end. The tight end is still going to get off. And you just got, you got random dudes. That's just, it. Just random dudes. And, and someone was talking the other day about how the 49ers decided to take Solomon Thomas in that draft. You know, they traded down, mm-hmm. to get let Chicago get Trubisky, and then they take Solomon. What if they take a Patrick Mahomes with Kyle Shanahan? Dialing no, that's ridiculous. We were all blessed. Yes, yes, yes. Thank, 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 thank goodness. You know, it was sitting up here with not one, not two, not three, not four. I mean, mm. it'd be, be crazy. But, um, but that, that, when you think about the defense in the AFC, I mean, you just think about the quarterbacks who are out there, man. That, that's, that's hard. I mean, you literally are just, hey, man, if we can hold these dudes at 30, we might, you know, <laughs> hold the 30. <laughs> Let's hold the 30, guys. See what we can get done here. I mean, it's it's, it's that in the no, AFC, seriously. man. It's, yeah, it's that kind of thing so. when you think about it there. So, um, versus the quarterback play that we're looking at right now. I mean, you've got Jalen Hurts, who's hurt. We don't know the extent mm-hmm. of, of how, how good he could be, but we saw that last game, you know, he wasn't a hundred, he wasn't what he was, so he's he's compromised. Now you got a rookie, and, and then you've got uh, you, you got Dak Prescott playing here, so um, that yeah. game that game Saturday, I'm sorry to, to interrupt you, but that game Saturday is going to be interesting Which between one? Philly and New York. Oh, because what the question is, and this is the, the million-dollar question for the whole season because they were oh. so hot. Go ahead. We'll take a break and we will come All back. All right, cool, cool. Let's, let's, di- let's, di- let's dive into that because because <laughs> I've also got some thoughts about this too. Because I'm, 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 hey, Saturday wants to get out the plane, go get dinner, and we're gonna sit up here and watch some TV, man. Because it's it's about to be fun. Mm-hmm. Barry Church, Heck, my hair, some new East Coast players. Lunch, brought to you by Tostitos, right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King. 
Rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. As the boys are striving for greatness, do the same with the Dallas Cowboys jerseys. Get your hands on the pre- on premium gear at the nearest Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop or longer to shop.dallascowboys.com. A Fanatics experience and level up your game day look for the NFC Conference Championship. Heck, my Harrison, appreciate it very much. Got Barry Church. Former Cowboy safety right here in the Players' Lounge. I'm Newey Scruggs. Uh, Mike McCarthy, by the way, ended up taking his uh, playoff record to 11-9 and overall in, uh, in in his his coaching career. Now, heck, you were talking about Saturday's matchup, and we're talking about, hey, by the way, three NFC East teams are in the divisional round. Least to the beasts. As I yeah. said to my guys on DC Radio, as they called me and said, hey, guys, everybody in the NFC East whose team is not for sales in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, you, Schneider! <laughs> hope, hope, hope your new owner can, can help you out. <laughs> hope your new funny. owner can help you out here. But heck, you want to talk about that game between the Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles? No, and, and what's what's interesting, and what I'm going to be looking for is they're in a situation with Jalen Hurts where their offensive game plan has completely changed. You. All of the things that they did in the RPO, I'm sure for Sirianni, he's having to scrap a lot of that. Because if you run Jalen Hurts up in there with the AC joint, I don't know if you've mm, ever had an AC joint and all that. Mm. Like, it just pops out. It does its own thing, you know, and there's no control over it. It's just only time and letting That's that thing it. heal is That's going to make it heal. And sometimes it never goes back with, to where it was before without surgery. So he's playing limited. And how limited is what the Giants are going to find out. If he can't run, that takes away from their offense immensely. That changes the complexity of their running game because how much did of that that running game that they and the success that they had was contingent on the way that he ran. If he can't do that, that changes their offense, and then you're asking him to do something that's not in his wheelhouse, and that's just be pocket a pocket passer. passer. That's not who he is. So it's like with, with a leopard, a zebra can't change the spots. Whatever the whatever it is, he can't change. And at some point, when they're backed up against a wall, he's going to turn back into who he is. And that who he is 
Maybe get him out of there. Do y'all think Sirianni's gonna scrap it all though? I mean, this is do or die, do or die time. Like this is the playoffs. You <laughs> if you go I mean, back, you if you go back to that your backup quarterback, that's die. Yeah, that, that is that because Minshew ain't going to get it done. But <laughs> Minshew, come in for you, baby. It's <sighs> over. I just feel like you got to put everything on the table. I mean, because you're going to kick yourself in the butt if you go out there, you know, force this guy to be a pocket guy, got to just distribute the ball like he Dak Prescott or something like that. Right. And that's just not his game. That is not his game at all. And you're, you're 100% correct when you say if he can't run the football, that compromises the entire offense. Because if we look at it, that's how he was able to beat Dallas. That's how he was, he was able to get that chink in the Dallas armor. They was able to make Micah Parsons think by using that RPO action. If that's not available, you know, what, what is this offense? Is it yeah. still a top 10 offense? Is he still that MVP caliber type quarterback? I'm not so sure about that. Just looking at the stats from the last game, because the, the, the season ended for both teams was uh, Philadelphia hosting the Giants, and Philly needed to win that game to, to, to get the home field. They won 22 to 16. As far as running the ball, Jalen Hurts had nine carries for just 13 yards. That's a 1.4 average right there. And his long was eight yards drastically different from what we've seen earlier in the year. And then to from a passing standpoint, uh, 20 of 35 for 220 yards, uh, no touchdowns, one interception. So he had a, a QBR of 23, a quarterback rating of 65 in the game and got sacked three times. And, and even what's bigger than that, Lane Johnson has an abdominal tear. Mm. And I don't know. I, I'm just trying to figure out how you go out there and deal with Kayvon Thibodeau with the uh, abdominal tear. I don't know if you can shoot that up. I don't know. If you you can't wrap it. Nah, <laughs> yeah, that ain't working. You don't realize how much you core you use until you actually hurt a core muscle. And it's like, man. Trying to bend down, stretch. Yeah, yeah, what yeah the? that's all. Yeah, no, no. That's, a cha- that's a challenge. I mean, it is. If they, are compro- they are compromised in that way. And just going back, and I just watched a, a little bit of that film just from, from last week uh, for them versus the Giants. And he didn't look like himself. He didn't look like mm-hmm. it. Hey, he was sliding, sliding when he did those runs. Looking like Tom Brady. Oh, he was getting out the way. He was making sure he got, you know, he didn't want to, he did not want to be compromised in any way. But if this football game is close, if they're having to continue to commit uh, to the run, if Lane Johnson isn't 100%, I think this, this, this uh, excuse me, New York Giants defense, which is red hot right now. Mm-hmm. They are red hot and they're red hot in the right places up front mm-hmm. is where they're made up. So I don't know. This is, hey, man, if, if the Giants can pull this off and obviously we pull this off, party at AT&T, baby. <laughs> the Giants, they got to have confidence, though, because if you talk yeah, about yeah. that last game against Philly, they rested, you know, a lot of their players, a lot of their main guys, Danny Dimes, Saquon, a lot of those guys up front, and they were still able to give Philly, you know, problems defensively. Yeah. So yeah. they got to have immense confidence going into this right. game, especially after smacking Kirk Cousins and them boys. Yeah. They, I mean, they red hot right now. You look at the Cowboys in Tampa Bay, how drastic they were from the first game of the year to the playoffs. That first Giants-Eagles game was played It was played up there at MetLife. It was a 48-22 win. Mm. And in that contest, um, Hurts ran seven times, 77 yards, averaged 11 yards, had a touchdown. Longest was 24-yard carry there. And then passing the ball, he was 21-31 for 217 yards and two touchdowns. So a QBR 84, quarterback rating of 109. Drastically different. Yeah. He's hurt. And I got to go back to what you say if you're the Giants. Look at this. You played a close game against Minnesota, and you lost it. So they came back there knowing, okay, we know what to do mm-hmm. in this building. We just got to finish the job. 
they have to have confidence. Philadelphia's off a week, but still the last team you played was the Giants. And if I'm the Giants, I'm coming in here. I have to beat Minnesota. We playing with house money. You know, we are we got nothing to lose here. Mm-hmm. And you you Danny Dimes, hey, hey man, contract numbers going up. Because if they don't want to pay you, somebody else <laughs> somebody will in will. this league. Yeah. Uh you Saquon Barkley, you know, you you're up too. I mean, make make some more cash here. And how hard seven is and a half points? I don't gamble. I don't gamble, but give, give me Philadelphia in seven and a half. That's what you uh, Hell yeah. I mean, come on, man. That's a lot of points. A lot of points. And and I don't know like what the football Jesus stat is on this, but I think beating a team three times in a season is pretty difficult to do. Extremely. And this, and this is going to be – this would be uh, Philadelphia's third time beating the, the the Giants. I just think that this is a difference Giants team when, when you point out uh, the success that they had in finishing the job. But, man, this is – like this playoff weekend, to me, is what all of these teams collectively throughout the year you you figured a lot of these guys would be there, with the exception of New York. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody expected New York and, and Brian Daybold to do the job that they did, but. You knew that there would be uh, uh, someone come out of left field, just like last year. The Bengals came out of left field. If you say they're going to go to the Super Bowl, you lie because they didn't pick them. All right? But there's going to always be a team that you don't expect to get there to get there. But, my God, this, these matchups, for Jalen Hurts to be on the cusp of, a, of an MVP and now be hurt, his game is compromised. To flip it over to the San Francisco-Dallas matchup, Brock Purdy, a rookie. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Playing his the best football I think we've ever seen anybody play besides Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got that offense clicking. Yeah. And, I mean, I just think that this weekend, these matchups that they have, man, the NFL's got to be licking their chops as far as the ratings and how many people are going to be tuned in. Because you got some good stuff, boy. Yeah, it's look, huge markets. Look at the markets. Man. you got the number one market. In, in, right. In, exactly. In the yes. going up Absolutely. against Philadelphia. This is number, number um, four. No, five. five. We're, we're four. We're four now. Dallas is four? Yeah, Dallas oh, is wow. People moving here. So so you got one five. Then you got the Cowboys, number four, against San Francisco, which mm-hmm. they passed. San Francisco is like six now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but but top ten markets. Yeah. Um, brand names, you know, Super Bowl teams that have won Super Bowls. So um, that that on the NFC side, man, it's it's, it's pretty. That's why Fox pays all that money for it. So Doesn't it that bring you back to those – like this, this San Francisco-Dallas – it has so much nostalgia around it, man. For you, like in the 90, early '90s, like even the '80s, like people 80s, can't appreciate man. this. This is a rivalry. Dog. It was by the time I came around, it was oh, it was kind of like no, I, I, disbanded no, a little bit. I tried to co- I tried to go- tell my mom I was sick. After the 49ers won that game on the catch, because I talk cash noise, Pulaski. Oh, you didn't want to go back to school that day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talking cash money. Man, I was I was a Cowboy fan growing up. I had to. It was when you only could get the two jerseys. I had the blue jersey just to show you I was that fan. The, 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 <laughs> the unlucky, beat them up blue. The, the unlucky blue yeah, jersey. Right. So I had that, man. I had the, you know, the the, the old, the old, um, Jacket with the the, 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 uh, sleeve, the sleeves. Remember the Letterman jacket that had the had the the uh, silver sleeves yes, on sir. there. I had all that. Man, I had my rain cowboy raincoat, cowboy. But my whole life, my whole wardrobe was cowboy based. There we go from J.C. Penny. Um, <laughs> 
Because in Georgia, they only sold three things at Penny's. They sold Cowboys, Falcons, and Steelers. That was it. Yeah. That was all they sold at that store. But, yeah, man, I talked cash noise, man, and, and they lost that game. I, I was distraught because they had lost the NFC Championship game the year before to the Philadelphia Eagles 20-7 at the event. So we all expected this. We're going to get it done this time. Mm-hmm. They were they they you know they were the established Dallas Cowboys. They were played better that day too, and man, they lost. And so that's eighty two. That was that was an eighty two when they won. So fast forward, man, about nineteen ninety six. I meet Dennis Thurman for the first time as defensive backs coach mm-hmm. at USC. I was like, yeah, man, I know you. I grew up watching you, man. It's like, man, that catch game, man, I cried. And DT looked at me, said. I did too. You cried. <laughs> I did too. I said, my bad. You, you right. You right. My bad. My bad. And 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 so for people like me and Heck, when they faced them in 92 and nobody thought they could win at Candlestick Park to about Troy and the guys, man, I was like, man, they're gonna do this. And when they won, and they brought Roger Staubach out there to Candlestick Park for that oh, one. It was okay. a bad field. And all of a sudden, you know, the Cowboys are winning, then they cut it close. And next thing you know, man, it put Troy under center, man, goes back to pass, hits Alvin Harper, he beats Dana Hall, who fell down there, he runs down there inside the red zone, Emmett punches it in, they're going to Super Bowl, man. For, that was for, crazy. For diehard Cowboy fans, man. man. I remember that moment the, like it was yesterday. Yes. They, there are two games that I, as a Cowboy fan, I needed to have them win. I needed them to beat San Francisco that day, and then I needed them to beat the Steelers in Super Bowl thirty. Yeah. Those are like, we like I, 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 need, I need I need this as a Cowboy fan. I need this redemption to wipe away the memories of the catch and to wipe away Super Bowl thirteen. Because I tell people all the time, and you know this, heck, too, there were so many gold jackets lost by the Cowboys in Super Bowl thirteen. First rematch in the Super Bowl between the Cowboys and the Steelers. The, and the team who won was going to be the first team to win three Super Bowls. In history, the Cowboys would have been back-to-back champions because they won Super Bowl twelve. would have beaten the Steelers. You know, so Drew Pearson doesn't have to wait forever in the day to get in. Cliff here, all that, all those gold mm-hmm. jackets were lost in Florida. Then the damn referee ran in front of Franco, uh, ran in front of Charlie Waters, which let Franco run for like a 30-yard touchdown. Then Jackie Smith <laughs> dropped the ball in the end. There were just so many things in that game, man. You know, mean Joe Green told me later on, he's like, Yeah, I had a concussion in the game. I don't know, but I don't know why they stopped running, but thank goodness they did. Man, just so many things about Super Bowl. <laughs> It, I'm not I'm, here. I am a 52 year old man. I'm still not over that because I had to go to school. Oh. I had the kind of parents that made you go to school. I didn't want to go to school. I said, Why you want to go to school? Because I talked to all that noise. Cash money. Well, you got to take the. Noise. Hey, you got to take your medicine like I do. I, 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 I took my to. medicine all year. I didn't want to. When those tasty, they didn't have tasty cakes. Oh, they should. They should have had that tasty cake ready for you. That's why you try. Hey, that's why you try to be on me so hard for something that you trauma you went through in the fourth grade, man. You do better, man. Hey, man, you know, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> that's hey, exactly man. what it is. Hurt y'all people, ain't hurt right, people. Man. Y'all ain't right. Let's take a break. Man. We come back here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hurt people, hurt people, man. <laughs> man. Kyle Shanahan, Mike McCarthy. Let's let's dive into the head coaches in this matchup next with Barry Church, Heckman Harrison, New Scrooge Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos, DallasCowboys.com Radio. <laughs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. 
So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. The Dallas Cowboys are heading to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers in the divisional round of the 2022 NFL playoffs. Come out to the Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium for a free divisional watch party on Sunday, January 22nd. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and rowdy while enjoying $5 Miller Lights, lawn games, food trucks, and more. Gates open at 4 p.m. and kickoff is at 5.30. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. Go Cowboys. That is our guy, Heckma Harrison, mm-hmm. here. We got Barry Church, former Cowboys safety. I'm New Scruggs. Players now. It's brought to you by Tostitos. You're going to need a whole bunch of Tostitos for the football watching this weekend. It's going to be got nice. Got to. Okay? It is going to be nice. Mm. Let's talk about the head coaches in this. Mike McCarthy against Kyle Shanahan. I would dare say right now, I would. It's, I don't think it's a stretch to say Kyle Shanahan's the best play caller in the National Football League. To do what he's doing with Brock Purdy, to mm. get uh, Christian McCaffrey midway through the year. I mean, they, 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 he knows what he wants to do, and they go out there. I would and agree. And Mike McCarthy, my opinion, the most underappreciated Super Bowl winning coach we have in the National Football League. I would agree as well. Um, you know, here's a team who first year, COVID year, not good. Since then, won 12 games each season. 11 and 9 in the playoffs. Uh, we've not seen Tom Brady suffer a defeat the way that he has in his playoff career. And uh, we should, and in my mind, Jerry even said it, but to me, let's not even bring up this job stats of Mike McCarthy. But how do you guys see this matchup with these two coaches coming into this football game? You know, I, I think that obviously the familiarity between the, the two of these coaches is important. Uh, 
for, excuse me, between the defensive coordinator and the head coach of San Francisco is important. These guys know each other uh, pretty well. So I think it's gonna a lot's gonna come down to that matchup offensively. I think Shanahan, when when I talk when I think about him, he's a chip off the old block. His old man was the block though. Yeah. Okay. As far as the play caller is concerned, his dad his dad was the best. Mm-hmm. All right. He has done the best at implementing a system that is obviously easy enough for a rookie quarterback to come in and use it, a, a backup pick to come – I mean, excuse me, a first-round pick to come in and use it. We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo come in and be successful. All you got to do is not rock the boat. You know, do what's, what they play – do the plays that they call and don't rock the boat, don't turn the ball over. Um, and, and that's where I give him the systems part of it. When I saw – I just got to say this, man. When Christian McCaffrey got traded – to, in the middle of the season to San Francisco, I said, well, well, damn. <laughs> you know, well, do Shanahan a favor then, NFL. You know, give give him the piece that literally his style of play was missing because all he needed, literally all he needed was Debo got hurt and then he gets Christian McCaffrey. I'm sorry. That damn near, one's white, one's black, but if you switch up, you know. So, Jerry, you never know. You never know because of what Christian McCaffrey can do and what Debo can do. For Mike McCarthy, so much of his legacy has been tied to Aaron Rodgers, which is unfortunate because you would think, you know, a lot of coach-quarterback combinations, they give the the coach more of the credit than they do give the quarterback, but it's vice versa with Mike Mm -hmm. in Green Bay. They give Aaron Rodgers all the credit for that. They don't say anything about the defenses and how great those guys were. They give Aaron Rodgers credit for for those victories. But I think that Mike McCarthy has done such a great job in the three years that he's been here. Let's, he's not going to get a mulligan for uh, the COVID year. Nobody cares about that. Either way, coaching 12 and 5, two 12 and 5 seasons back to back last year, not the what he wanted going out in the first round. But this season, having his coach, having his quarterback go out for five games, he did a superior coaching job. There are not a lot of coaches in this league that can win the games that he won without your number one quarterback. And he did that, and he doesn't get any credit for it. But I think this matchup between these two guys that are really kind of, I don't know, if you talk about the way that they're trending, both of them at this point are trending in the same direction. I think the respect for Mike McCarthy is starting to turn around because mm-hmm. people are starting to understand and give him credit for the coaching job that he's done this year. Without a doubt. I mean, when you look at Mike McCarthy and what he's able to bring to this Cowboys team, I mean, he switched up the whole culture, the whole environment. Yeah. He turned it into a winning environment to where these players expect to win. You know, they yeah. don't expect to go out there and have a close game and all this other stuff. So I got to give Mike McCarthy huge credit for that. You already mentioned you lose quarterback number one for five weeks. Not only that, you lose your Hall of Fame tackle for twelve weeks. Right. You lose your you know two your top two or one of your one of your top two or your three corners for the whole season. Right. You implement young guys in there, and you're still able to get the most out of each and every one of these um, these players out here. And I got to give Mike McCarthy the, the Mike McCarthy the credit because he's the one that put this coaching staff together. And he's the one that got these guys in there and had the wherewithal to know not to overstep and not say, okay, you know, I'm going to let Dan Quinn do his thing. I'm going to let, you know, the young guy do his thing offensively. So got to give him major credit. But this is going to be a tough matchup when you talk about Shanahan and what he's able to do because the 49ers – they're one of the few teams, maybe the only team, that majors in that 12 personnel. A lot of cats go out there, 11 personnel, they try to spread everybody out so you can have – these guys, he he gets five receivers out 
in 12 per by using a fullback Kyle Juszczyk, using Kittle, using uh, McCaffrey in the backfield as a receiver. So it's going to be tough because what are you going to do in that sense? I mean, defensively, Dan Quinn, his his big-time package is going to be that big nickel where they run their three safety personnel. Are you sure you can run that against 12 personnel in that running attack? It's going to be tough. It's going to be extremely tough. So when you talk about this coaching battle, play calling, i got to lean towards Kyle Shanahan. But if it comes down to a close game and the decisions have to be made, I gotta go with McCarthy on this one. I yeah. gotta go with McCarthy if it comes down to a close one. That's dude, that's big for you to admit that uh, about McCarthy because I think the conventional wisdom around the NFL doesn't lean to McCarthy in that yeah, way. No. A lot of people will go towards Shanahan. Even well, Shanahan blew that lead when he was in Atlanta. Yeah. And nobody talk about that. Yeah. But anyway, either way, that's why I point to Dan Quinn and, and him defensively because I think he knows the chemical makeup of the way that Shanahan likes to play call and vice versa. Um, for me, I think their offense is – you bring up the guy that really – when I watched him on film, number 44, he is the – he's the dude. Mm-hmm. Like, 44 and 21 – when he – as a lead blocker, like, that's old school football. They don't play with a lead blocker no more. It's usually H-back yeah. or something like that. This dude is legit a full-time fullback. That's what he does. And the way that they can bunch you in together and just play a power game – it's just outstanding. And last season when we had that playoff game, man, they they were reach blocking, those stretch mm. plays, getting out on the outside. And when I look back to the Green Bay game, that's exactly what I see, that power game that they played, getting us out on the outside, having Trayvon Diggs, having his secondary make tackles. And that was the thing that we didn't have last year. KZ was out there. Mm. And I'm not saying that DeMonte KZ didn't want it, but I think DeMonte KZ is completely different of a free safety than Malik Hooker. Yes. Then Donovan Wilson. And so that's what that's where my confidence comes. Even this year where we've struggled, it's been a part of our Achilles heel is stopping the run, but I feel so good in an elimination game knowing that it's going to be Malik Hooker or Donovan Wilson coming downhill to make the tackles. Sound tackling. You cannot miss tackles in a game like this. Um, it, it'll cost you. It'll kill you. I was just checking over here um, as we get ready to wrap the show. Dallas Cowboys with the most experience on the team. Do you know who has the most post, who's playing the most postseason games on this team? Tyron? T.Y. Hilton, nine. Yeah, yeah that's oh, that T.Y. Hilton. I forgot yeah. about T.Y. Right. Followed by Snapper Matt Overton with seven, then Dante Fowler with six, then it's C.J. Goodwin. Wow. Tied with Fowler with really? six. Yeah. C.J. Goodwin. Yeah. I know Fowler from our Jacksonville. He got a, you know, and, and in L.A. Jacksonville yeah. and L.A. So, so there you go. Then then we start looking at uh, um, uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Also, he also has six. Zach Martin has six. Jason Peters has six. So, um, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, Tyron Smith does have six as well. So, but that's a pretty interesting thing like there. Uh, mm. Tomorrow we'll go into, we'll dive into the fact that um, while the Cowboys snapped that streak of, you know, 30 years without a road playoff win, it's even longer when we talk about divisional road win. So mm. this is truly a challenge for the Dallas Cowboys. We'll dive into that tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow because we'll also make our picks for this game as well, even though I already told you. you but know, you're they- not here. Oh, I'm not you here. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We need to get you right now. Yeah. What's, What's the, the matter with you, man? Put it on paper, Yeah, yeah put it on paper. Yeah, yeah, we, I, you no, no, no. I'm going to tell you right now. Let's do it. I'm going to tell you right now. 24, 23. 24, 23. Yes. Money Maher. No. Money Maher sits up here. And we, 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 they, run, they run him off like Rudy. Money. Money Maher. You're going to run off like Rudy. Money Maher for the win. Money Maher for the win. Woo! 
You're a journalist at heart, boy. You, you want the, the melodramatics. I'm that's telling story. you. He want that. He Micah want said that. it's going to be a new show. New drugs here. Reporting. <laughs> new candlestick. <laughs> Brett, you're emotional after this. That's what hit him with. Brett over there crying. <laughs> I know they have faith in me. They told me I could do it. I knew I needed a second chance. That's all. Boy, Brett, my heart might have a snot bubble if he does right, that. Right, right. You know, he, he, he'll take it. He, that guy is taking some hits right now. What's, we didn't even talk about the new kicker. What's his name? Let's, Lisa says Viscaino. 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 They say he was three for five at practice today. That's, that's pra- not good. <laughs> that's not good. Is, uh, <laughs> that's not. That's not. Hey, that'll get you shipped. That'll get you back to the old cliff, man. <laughs> <laughs> Three for five. If you say five for five, I'll be rocking with you. <laughs> you can't come here and do that, this guy. You know, he gonna stay on the practice. Yeah, yeah right see, indeed. Yeah, that, Brett Maher, you straight. You straight. Hey, Brett Maher, we trust. <laughs> that is not good. That is three for five. Come on, church. You know we need. I'll go the distances, man. You know? Hey, he'll be standing next to Jalen Tolbert with a hat and a t-shirt on Saturday. Well, it's going to be cold, so it'll be a sweatshirt. It'll be a sweatshirt. He's going to have that new gear. He's going to have that new gear. That playoff, man. cowboy Shut playoff. That towel, too. You know he's going to be waving that thing. Let's go. Heckman Harrison, Barry Church. I'm Newey Scruggs. It's been the Players Lounge. Brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!